Time for some notes. Jay Spivey now joins us. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? I'm doing, doing good, good man. man. How are you? Doing well. Good. All right, let's have your official pick. Dogs or frogs? Dogs and a romp. Oh. Why do you think it's a, a romp? I have a feeling. I have a feeling Ohio State woke up a sleeping dog last week in the second half. You just and might be right. It's going to be ugly, ugly, ugly tonight. You know what? And Georgia has the superior talent by a long way. Mm -hmm. Nothing in this game. And I hope, I hope nothing I'm about the about result it. of this. Listen, I want I want Georgia to win, but I hope it's not a blowout. I wouldn't be, I, look. I wouldn't be surprised either way. I would not be surprised either way uh, if it's a blowout or not. But the committee got it right in putting TCU in despite all the protests from Bama fans and Jay, I know you've heard half of them and we've heard the other half of them, but the committee got it right. And TCU proved they belong by sucking Michigan in the mouth. The only thing I would have done, I would have flipped. I think I would have flipped Ohio state and TCU. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But and like I told you guys last week, you can't tell me that Alabama is not one of the best four teams. True. When they, they lost two games by a total of four points. Four points. Four points. By oh, no, I, four I, points. I wouldn't say that. No. Of course. Yeah. No, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying that either. Yeah, they definitely won. Lose two games by a total of four, four points. points. You're definitely one of the best teams in the nation. Mm -hmm. And Scoop by far the best football conference in the country. Right. <laughs> Absolutely right. No argument no argument there. No argument there. Speaking of teams. Are the Panthers really going to interview Steve Wilkes for the head coaching job? They will, but let's, like I've told you guys a million times, they're, they're not, not going to hire him. Nope. They're not going to hire him because of who the owner is. Mm hmm. David, David Tepper's never going to hire him. David Tepper's a narcissist. He's not going to put his money where his mouth is. This is not them. Steve Wilkes' fault, but I, if I owned a team or was an athletic director at a college or high school, I would almost, and this is not really their fault. But I would almost never hire an interim coach to be the official head coach mm -hmm. because the interim coach, interim coach, is a it's just a different vibe and feel. Yeah. But when you're there all day, every day, and you have to do the this and that for you know minimum of a couple of years, mm -hmm. that's a big difference than stepping in there for the last half of the season and and being a coach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at at least. And I don't Steve Wilkes should get a job somewhere. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Right. But that's a big difference. Right. And Steve Wilkes has done a good job everywhere he's ever been. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as a fe fellow Appalachian graduate like he is. Well, and to the, your listeners out there and to every other listener out there who says Appalachian, no, it's Appalachian. 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 It's, it's Appalachian. Appalachian. Mm -hmm. Don't have known that since grade since since grade school when I first said mm -hmm. the name. Yeah. When I first when I first said the said the name and it, it, the crazy part is my teachers corrected me and said no no it's Appalachian no it's not no, it's Appalachian wrong. I went and looked up the I went home when I got corrected by my fifth grade teacher and who said it's Appalachian I went home and looked it up 
I said uh, there we had a little dispute, and my dad didn't even respond to me verbally. You know what he did? He pulled out a dictionary and handed it to me. He said, "Look mm-hmm. it up yeah. and learn the pronunciation." I hear it all the time. Appalachian. Mm-hmm. I went there. I was I, I was a student there for three and a half years till I graduated. Mm-hmm. It is not Appalachian. It's and Appalachian. If you said Appalachian, you would get thrown off campus and off Boone, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Not the whole city. <laughs> yes. Oh, you would. Boone, North Carolina would. Oh, boot you, you. Would get thrown out of the city. I, you would get thrown out of Boone, North. You would get thrown out of Boone, North Carolina. So, uh, I, so Jay's a current resident. I'm a former resident, and it's the truth. You so say I, App- you say Appalachian wrong. You're not allowed back in Boone, North Carolina. I, I live about 85 miles from Boone, and, 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 and frankly, you can almost see the mountains from where I live. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you sell Appalachian anywhere near Boone, North Carolina, you're getting thrown out. You're getting thrown out. Yeah, I, I remember. You're, in, you're, not, yeah, you're, I, getting, you're getting thrown out. I remember like, interviewing. Yeah, I remember interviewing someone who uh, actually did a had a, actually did a podcast called Appalachian Pie, mm-hmm. and in, in his in his his home base is Asheville. So I asked him, "All right, so." What happens when someone pronounces, uh, and I spelled the word out, Appalachian, and he went off on a three-minute tirade about how that person must be absolutely idiotic, stupid, and ignorant. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I and love it. With as much success as they've had in football over the last 20-some years, you would mm-hmm. think people would get this right by now. Yeah, You would think. think. You would you would think. Speaking of getting it right, will the Panthers get it right in terms of their their head coaching search? No, <laughs> because and, and right I, that's a loaded look. That was a softball question. You know they that they didn't get it right yesterday. They swept right. the Saints, and then mm-hmm. they screwed they screwed up their draft draft status. Well, uh, well, well, they should be proud. I mean, they finished second technically in their division. You, and they you just put a keyword whatever next. it was they were going to be to be a knight in the draft. <laughs> I mean, they could hang you just said the keyword technically. Yeah, you said the keyword technically. Yeah, because well, they finished. They, they finished with seven and ten along with the same. Well, they're not going to get any of the top quarterbacks at ninth. Mm-hmm. Well, no, they would have to try to de- make a deal and trade up. But yeah, which leads to our next question. What are they going to do at the quarterback position? Oh my goodness, it's a disaster. They have oh. to get a quarterback. And, 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 Panthers, and let's face it, guys, the Panthers aren't the only team in this boat. There are a bunch of teams. Yes. Wait a minute. You mean oh, yes. there are a bunch of teams? You mean tell me, Sam Darnold isn't a future quarterback no. for the Panthers? Hell no! I know there's PJ Walker. Well, we know PJ Walker's not. I know the answer to that. Hell no! Did you? I, I'm going to throw a loaded softball question to my partner Cole. Did you see when did you did you see Sam Donald play this year for Carolina? Yes, I did. In fact, the the game that I thought would have helped the Panthers' chances of actually being in the playoffs, I saw that game. And the first two and a half quarters, he was okay. I don't mean great. I don't mean good. He was okay. And then starting late third quarter to the end of that game, he was a straight up, straight out dumpster fire. Are you talking about the game in Tampa? Yes, I am. I thought so because, and I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna make Jay I'm gonna make Jay smile with my next statement. 
my wife called Sam Darn on a dumpster fire when we watched when we watched that game because it was you mean the, the game where they were up fourteen nothing and did nothing after that that and, one yeah and it's later yeah, and, and up twenty one to ten in the fourth quarter yes that one that one. Where it, it was where it was where both the secondary and Sam Darnold each forgot decided to say, Mike Evans, <laughs> we're done, bye bye, and they left the stadium. You know, Jay texted me while I was watching the 49ers and the Raiders. Jay texted me, and I'll never forget what he said. He, he said, Did the Panthers forget Mike Evans was on the field? Three times. That's exactly right. Three separate times. Three separate times. Three separate times. And it's like, uh, I almost wanted to ask, do they know what cover two is? Because uh, <laughs> do they know who number 13 is was my question. Because I'm this like, is a, no deep coverage want, at all? No. Guys, I know None. They wanted, I know None. they won the division. I know the Bucks won the division. But right. this is a team that finished below 500. Yes, and they struggled on deep. offense almost the entire season. And, and they this is won this, by default. And this and is you let same. Mike Evans just run wild down the field. And mm-hmm. this is this and this is the same team who won a division that the Panthers spanked in Charlotte. And you yep. would think the, the Buccaneers won that division by default. Yeah. Yep. And you would see the, the, the whole uh, popular YouTuber said it best. That was a tank division. Yeah. Well, let's face it, both South, both AFC and NFC South were horrible. Oh, geez. Yeah. But I will say this. Thank you, Jacksonville Jaguars, for redeeming that division for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Because yes, I was I was thinking it was a it was a boat race as to see which was going to be worse, the AOC South or the NFC South. Lavaris with a great comment saying, Y'all are too nice. Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers are not a dumpster fire. They're hot dumpster, hot dumpster juice. juice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you get no argument out of me. I mean, he was straight horrible. It was you would have thought he put, you would have thought he went into the tunnel uh, somewhere in the fourth quarter of that Tampa game. Came mm-hmm. back out in, instead of having the 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 the, uh, the Carolina blue jersey that he had the white Bucks jersey on because he yep. just kept giving the ball to the Bucks mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. I'm like, what the heck is wrong Good. with you? You know, and I, I I covered the Panthers while I was in Carolina for two years, and I did that via having Mick Mixon on my show. And uh, Jay, you were with me when I re- whenever Mick was on with me. Did you notice his voice getting lower and lower and lower with more despair each time I had him on? Well, no wonder. I mean, really, <laughs> I mean, Mixon, Mick, my good buddy, Mick Mixon, 17 years as the voice of the Panthers, he retired after the 21 season. I reached out to the new voice and, and said, you know, I'm going to cover the Panthers. Can you hop on each week? You know, he never got back to me. <laughs> well, I, I, have a feeling, I have a feeling that's more than the new current ownership than anything. So, hey, yeah, I believe that. Better. I believe that. But I let's have, face it, guys. Ever since Jerry Richardson got in trouble when he was the owner of the Panthers, it's mm-hmm. been a dumpster fire. It has. It's been hot dumpster. Juice. Yeah, that, you're right. The, the organization has been directionless. Yeah, yeah. The, the, you, yeah, you the, the whole whole organization has been directionless. After. But no, people starting down here then. don't want to see that. Starting then, you're right. Yeah, starting then, the Panthers organization. There's a there's a sentence, Cole, that you need to read, and you need to read it correctly. That Victor Lock just put in. Victor, okay. NSC South trash, <laughs> just straight trash. 
<laughs> Maybe they're going to bring Superman back to be a quarterback next season. Oh, oh Jesus, boy, no. Do oh, you know what? Jesus. You know, as sad as that is, I bet you a lot of fans, well, quote unquote fans, would actually say that's a great idea. I had fans say that to me over that's the weekend. And they would be fools for saying so. They, I had uh, I had quite a few hardcore, if you want to call them that, Carolina Panther fans say to me they should have brought back Cam Newton. I am not kidding when I say this. And no, he can't throw the ball ten yards. I am not kidding. I am not kidding when I say this. I had a few quote unquote hardcore Carolina Panther fans tell me they should have brought back uh they should have brought back Cam Newton. My response to all of them was are you kidding right now? And, and now, said, no. Go ahead. And, and now a selection for the Wonder Bread Choir entitled, You Just Bumped Your Head on Concrete. <laughs> Dummies. <laughs> the, the guy can't throw the ball 10 yards. Why do you want him to be your quarterback? Jay Spivey mm. joining us here on the program as he does every Monday. But you're right about Cam Newton. But he He's, still but he still says, quote, oh God. ain't no 32 quarterbacks better than me in the National Football Actually, League. Actually, there are about 50 or 60 better than he is. Close quote. No, I um, said it's 64. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now a selection from the Wonder Bear Choir that's titled, You're Right. There are not 32 quarterbacks better than you. There are at least 64 of them. <laughs> oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. All right. This is, this is a question I got to ask you since you're around the area, uh, Jay. How many times in a week do you hear, Wow, I wish the Panthers actually had Cam Newton on the center. I'll answer that a lot. There, there are a lot of uh, Cam Newton apologists, whether it be in North Carolina, South Carolina, or wherever else they call fans. They're like, I swear to you right now, if, if David Tepper or, or whomever else would announce that, that Cam Newton would be the starting quarterback to start next season, there would be a lot of people cheering. There would be. One in particular. And he had one good season. Yeah. Half a season. Yeah. And I would say the second half of 2010 would be it. Listen. I mean, 2016 would be it. Listen. But, um, 15. Um, listen, listen. Jay and I both know this. Cole, you know this. There's one particular apologist for not only Cam Newton, not only the Carolina Panthers, but the Charlotte Hornets and the North Carolina Tar Heels. The same apologist that said we shouldn't talk baseball on this program and baseball's a damn sport. Last I checked, it was. Yeah, it is. He has said so many so many times over, so many times over that, you know, they should have kept Cam Newton. And my response to him is, Are you kidding? Bitch, are you for real? That's a better that's a better response. <laughs> that's a better response. I mean, this same this same apologist. God help me. I I mean, all right. Here I go on my soapbox for ninety seconds. Okay. He wanted me. I understand being Carolina based and wanting to cover 
That's All things Carolina. I get that when he was producing my show. I understand that. But I started this as a national show nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Do I have my favorite teams? Of course I do. And I do cover them and I cover them fairly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is there was this was during the year when I was taping my show in advance. And Jay can tell you because this person got Jay and I hooked up on the program. Mm-hmm. Oh, brother. Jay, how many times did this this apologist say to us we need to focus more on the Panthers and not baseball? Oh, I heard that many. In the summer? Mm-hmm. In the summer? Oh, like, no. Let's talk about baseball. We would take... Oh, we're going we're to talk wait. about NBA. Listen. Wait, Listen. wait, 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 wait. Jay and I would take me? conversations every single Sunday. You mean to tell All right, me because I this is this is how Jay got the Monday slot. We would tape our conversations on Sunday night and we would get direct orders. I I kid you not, we would get direct orders from our former producer to not talk about baseball. Jay and I would get direct orders. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm serious. You were told Jake nothing about, about baseball during baseball season, Jay. Wow. We were told to talk back, about NBA you, and Panthers. Yep. Can, I was going to say, Jay, can you back me up on this, please? Oh, that's 100% true. Because during baseball season, you couldn't talk about baseball. Just, wow. Nope. Here's, here's, the, here's quote, the crazy part. Quote, my listeners don't care about baseball. Mm-hmm. That's a direct quote from this apologist. That's a direct, that's a direct quote. Wow. Because we would get messages, we would get hit on Messenger all the time. Anytime Jay and I would veer off into talking about baseball, and I would do it purposely. All right? I would do it purposely. Mm-hmm. Because the Braves were having a great season. This is 2021. The Braves were having a great season, and the White Sox were having a great season. Mm-hmm. So Jay and I would slip about 90 seconds into compare notes, and then one Sunday night, we went the whole 20 minutes. And usually we would cut it, we would have to cut it down to 15 by mm-hmm. direct order. Of course. We spent the whole 20. Mm-hmm. No, matter of fact, Jay and I went 25 minutes. I mean talking baseball. Why are we talking about the Hornets in August? I mean, it makes no sense. Exactly. Right. <laughs> in the midst of a pennant race. Yeah. Jay's team and my team were in the midst of a divisional pennant race. Okay? Now, granted, my team would get their ass kicked by the Houston Astros, but doggone it! It was a pennant race. That is crazy. We had to hold off the Cleveland engines as as best we could. That is crazy. You cannot talk Listen. about a professional sport in its pro- in the professional sports regular season. Here's the crazy. Here's the crazy <laughs> part, Cole. Cole, I got something even. Cra- I got something even crazier than that. One of my good buddies, um, one one of my good buddies who is the radio play by play voice for uh, Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. We talked. Jay and I talked college baseball for a good ten minutes. <clears throat> We got barked at for that. Wait a minute. But college baseball, is, I won't say it's huge in North Carolina, but it has some interest there. Uh, there's okay. been several Jay? teams that reached the College World Series. That's what I'm saying. Said. That's exactly Jay? what I'm saying. 
Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Jay, you can vouch for me. That's we got market for that. I was like, well, I said Homer roots for said team in Chapel Hill, which reached the College World Series numerous times, and we still can't talk about it. Nope. We got direct, I, I swear to you, we got direct orders because I would get the, the, the run, I would get the printout of the rundown and how he wanted me to do my show. And I would get notes. I would get little side notes from him. What to cover and what not. Yeah. And how to start and how to start the show. I forwarded them to Jay. I forwarded one of my, um, I forwarded one of them to Jay. And Jay shot me a text message with a laughing emoji. <laughs> well, I, I guess uh, Ty I'm Collins sure. is my good buddy, uh, voice for ESPN Radio and uh, voice of Wake Forest. Uh, well, I guess in the, in, in the, I guess in the spirit of Chris Bass, uh, Victor Locke says um, this apologist needs to go back to hell. <laughs> And look at the NBA standings and see how bad the Hornets stink and why are we talking about them? Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> this apologist needs to go back to hell. I, I can't tell you how many times I got the uh, – this. I would get the slate and I would mm, – mm-hmm. I finally admit at age 50 that I am very much a perfectionist when it comes to my craft. Hmm. Okay. I am finally admitting that I am a perfectionist when it comes to my craft, and it stresses me the hell out. It's made me bald. It's made me old, but I don't care. I'm finally embracing it. Made you old. I would. Well, it has. In a fun. Oh, he's making us feel old. Uh, listen, um, look. I mean that in a fun way, but there have been there have been times I would beg this man. My former producer, I would beg this man, can I get the slate early so I can tape what I need to tape and then hit the sack? Because I I had direct orders and I was going through a health crisis at the time. But better yet, I know he's your producer, but if you're the quote-unquote star of the show, why can't you have major input on what you cover on a given basis? Because you should, right. I didn't realize that until February of 21 when I yanked everything. When I yanked everything off his network. And the one person who brought that to me, I married her. Yeah. yeah the one person who brought that to me, I married her. Yeah, just because you produce a show does not mean that you run the whole show. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he wants to appear on every damn show on his network. Mm-hmm. Dummy. But, but like I said, I get the. I would beg this man, please give me the rundown early because I want to crash by nine o'clock. Nope, I'm not getting. I didn't get the rundown until eleven. Yeah, that, and I had to wake up on less sleep and tape all the other segments I needed to tape. At that time, I pretty much knew who my guests were going to be, especially with Jay. I would. We would set up our conversations early. Did he just but, not want to believe how sick you are? In a word, no. Yes. Uh, oh, oh. Okay. In a word, he couldn't. He couldn't believe it. Hmm. In a in a sentence, he couldn't believe it because when I got hit with the blood clots, 
I told Jay, I'm going to be out for a while. And Jay completely understood. Matter of fact, a lot of people completely understood. Cole included. Of yeah. Of course. Yeah. And How then you're not sure that is... any capacity for that. Yeah. And then one month later, I get socked with pancreatic cancer. Right. Yeah. And I was out for an extended period of time with that. In fact, I didn't get back on the air until wife and I moved to Raleigh for a month. Wife and I moved to Raleigh for a month. I'm still going through hell in a handbasket. But at, but at that time, I had pulled everything from Tobacco Road Sports Radio, and thank God I did. Thank God I did, because I don't really think he believed in what was what my show was about. Well, His loss. You didn't, you didn't want to talk about the Sucky Panthers. Hell no, sucky, I didn't want to talk about the Panthers. Hornets. Oh, so he, I, listen, the only time I talk Panthers is when I have Mick Mixon on. So, so he, or, or so dive he, into the fact where you you're excited about beating Duke in the Final Four, but you don't care about beating Kansas in the national championship. So, uh, so I, I assume that uh, he wouldn't want you all to talk about the Hurricanes either, right? He very seldom talked about the Hell Hurricanes. Hell no! Even though there's the no superior though. pro sports team in North Carolina by far. Yep, by oh, far. Not even a question. Not by even far. Question. Yeah. By far. But to answer your question, hell no. He didn't want us to talk hockey. He didn't want us to talk baseball. You know, they're professional sports too, but he didn't care. Just wondering about the I, I got excited wow. when I was part of the part of the virtual media day for the Hornets. Yeah. And I had a chance to ask uh Mitch Kupchak a question. Mm -hmm. You think he cut that and I turn it into some promos? I assume not. The only thing he the, the, the only thing he cut was a piece of an interview I did with Mick Mixon. I was told to keep that to 15 minutes. I had Mick on every week and we'd talk 20, 25 minutes. And I didn't cut it. Doggone it. I didn't cut it. On, on the final game of the regular season yesterday with NFL, he probably got a pizza and watched the Hornets and Pacers play each other last night. Oh wow. LeVar says, Charlotte Hornets are so trash, they sell they warm sell colored greens at the concession stands. <laughs> and I've been wow. in the Spectrum And I've been in the Spectrum Center. Got plans of going this year. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I, I'm just glad. Listen, I, I'm just I, I'm just glad the food I ate at the Spectrum Center the last time I was there was in the media room. Mm. Okay. <laughs> One more before we get out of here. Ryan McCarthy, a black man talking hockey. Damn straight. Why not? Damn straight. Yeah. I've been a hockey fan. I I've been a Blackhawk fan since 1985 when somehow we upset the Edmonton Oilers in a comeback win during the regular season, down four to one to probably the greatest player to ever put on skates and Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier and that bunch. Mm -hmm. I see the highlights the next day. I went to sleep. All right. Down four to one. And Pat Foley was the radio voice. I wake up the next morning and we're talking to, and I hear them on WIND talking about miracle comeback by the Blackhawks. And I went, what? Hmm. Yeah. Won the game six to four. Hmm. Five goals in the last 20 minutes. 
That's when I learned about Dennis Savard. That's when I learned about Doug Wilson. That's when I learned about Murray Bannerman. Mm. All right. Off my soapbox, and we got to get on out of here. Jay Spivey joins us, as he does every Monday, with Spivey Notes. And, yes, Jay, Cole, and I, and everybody in the chat, talk baseball freely. And that's a direct shot. Love you, Jay. Thank you so much, man. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Have a great week. Have a great week.